0: Thoughts for your thoughts. Thoughts for your thoughts. Thoughts for your thoughts with mo
1: Uh yeah, a lot of people were talking about like Google. Like always just Google events, like spaces and stuff. Yeah. So then like that actually popped up on Google and uh then I like looked at the Instagram and I saw they had like a German comedy thing. Oh
2: sweet. So then I
1: just kinda like messaged the dude or messaged whoever.
2: Is it an American who runs it? (laughs) No, he's German. Oh, he's a German guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think he's
1: like a Middle Eastern German guy. Yay. Something like that. Cool. It's a... Uh, yeah, no. And, and now, because he messaged me today, because the crazy part was, he was... Uh, I messaged him. It was also really confusing. But then he was like, oh, uh, you want to do Thursdays because, like, the German show's leaving. And then I looked at their Instagram. They oh, said they were going to a new location. Right. But then... And then he was like, oh, I talked to somebody or whatever, and they don't want to do another show, another comedy show after. I was like, oh, okay. So then he's like, how about this? I'll give you Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then the thing that really got me though is like, well, I'm not open on Sundays, but I'll open for you. Can you get people to come? And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck, you know. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs>
2: then it's, then you feel the pressure because you're like, fuck. I yeah. Have to so I'm like, bring people. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just
1: like, yeah, yeah. man, what the fuck, man. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity, and uh, like, let's just see what happens. And that was the first show. You did yeah. the first show. Oh, it was wow. a nice, Amazing. nice turnout. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which I like. I was incredibly jet lagged, so it wasn't, I think, the best. Yeah. For me, but. We, yeah, we got there eventually.
1: Yeah, because I was just like, because the way I am, I'm just like, look, like, you know, especially if you, you know, touring and doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I want to create a space so people can, like, come back and, like, stretch their legs. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I was like, yeah, I was like, I liked you at 10, but you can just yeah, do whatever know, you want, know. you know?
2: See, again, with the time, like, this is why I'm like, I'm, it's so, it's sometimes it's really bad because like, yeah. I, do you know what it was is I got yelled at. I did a show in Singapore, like fucking, I think when I was just kind of really starting Yeah. and I went 30 seconds over my time and the guy went ballistic at me. 30 seconds? 30 seconds. And like full on yelling at me. And like my ex, who's also a comic, he he was there and he was just like, he's like, dude, like, calm down. It was, like, 30 seconds. Like, what are you doing? But I think it was just, like, a weird, like, I don't know, power play over a woman or whatever. Yeah. But ever since then, I've been, like, really, like, particular about my time Uh because I'm just, like, yeah, it was, like, weird.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, like, in New York, when, like, working with, like, comics, like, professional comics, they'll always be, like, uh, just do your last joke.
2: Yeah, when you're lit. Like, when you,
1: like, instead of, like, Rushing off to like or try to you know, he's like just do your last joke. Yeah. And then just leave after that or whatever. Cause yeah. some people would just like they get the light and they just like wrap it up or try to like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So and on a like a big punchline, you're like, Do you just get off the stage? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like uh, I like, I love it when like they get lit and then you can see them be like they're like, Yeah, this is my last joke and then it doesn't land, so then like and here's another joke and then yeah, it's like they just trying yeah, to get like, that right, like applause you, break. You're, you, like, yeah, it's,
1: you're like you should have thought about that your entire set. That's yeah, what you should have yeah, thought, yeah, you know? Yeah. I think um, that's what's really fascinating about, um, oh, by the way, I have music playing. I know people yeah, cool. People be no, like, I like it. people are like, uh, is the music going to continue playing? It's like, yeah. We, we're just, it's it's a, a vibe. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. We're yeah, yeah, just chilling, you know? I, yeah. Like sometimes you can hear it and then sometimes you can't, but I like to, if I'm hanging out with people, I play yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I feel know?
2: like we need to like smoke up or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it feels like I'm like, oh yeah,
1: this is like play. Like, yeah. yeah, so, um, but yeah, I think, and um, Amelia was saying this. She was saying, like, that, you know, this scene needs some kind of professionalism, you know? Yeah. But also at the same time, I didn't come here to, like, to do that. Yeah. Because also, I think what the problem is, you can't, you can but, like, you, you don't, if you don't know people, and you try to suggest something or give some pointers, they take it the wrong way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, when I started, I'm sure when you started too, it was just like, people were giving you pointers, whether it was good or bad, you listen. You're like, okay. Yeah. And then you see if that works for you or not. Yeah. But it's like, people who are well experienced and travel. you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's, actually taking the time to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should like, you know, take advantage of that.
2: But it's even like I find here in Berlin like the scene, they don't like, if I do a show, like no one would be like, hey, I've got tags for you or something like that. Like, do you know, like that's what I love about comedy is like, because sometimes you can be so wrapped up in like your own set and your own story and like whatever and sometimes you don't see it from another perspective where someone's like, hey, you, like, here's a tag. And you're like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. that's amazing. And Berlin, I think, is the only place that I've performed where, like, people, like, just don't do that. They're just so, like, in their own head about yeah. their set. Whereas, like, I've done shows in Paris and, um, yeah, like, Ireland and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. I'll have, like, comics be like, hey, like, do you mind if I give you, like, a tag? And I'm like, no, 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 like, bring it if it makes, it, like, the set better. Yeah. Um, happened in, like, Denmark and stuff as well. Like So, yeah, it's it's kind of... I think Berlin is a very weird scene in terms of when it comes to comedy because I feel like it is everyone's very isolated and there's a lot of clicks and like this kind of stuff.
1: Well, I don't I don't know about the clicks, but
2: but like like every comedy scene has clicks like that. No, for sure, like, yeah.
1: But I mean, even like when I was in New York, where I didn't I don't think I had clicks. I like there were people like I you you would see me with, and yeah. then but I talked to everyone. Yeah. Like if I was like you know, um, but also too, it was more like. Uh, if I if I didn't talk to you, then it was just kind of like, for me, I kind of let time develop the situation or the friendship, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, like there was this guy, like I, I went to this mic every Friday, and he was like an older dude. I didn't really know anything about him, but I just saw him there. He was always there. Mm. He was just like an older dude, you know, got a, got a kid, and he's married and shit. And so I was like, okay, this is just this guy who's yeah. just whatever. But then, like, he started comedy, like, b- back in the days. And he was, like, he had momentum. And then, like, I guess the pandemic was, like, shit happened. And so then, uh, I don't know. So he said something. I don't know what it was. But we were just admiring each other from a distance. Yeah. And then, like, once we eventually, like, talked, it was like, oh, this dude's cool. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. like, this thing. And then I had him on a podcast and got to know each other even more. And then he just developed a friendship, you know, and then yeah. he he had a show in Fringe. Yeah. And like uh, he he was like, yeah, you could come in like open for me and stuff because I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go out there and check it out. So I'm doing spots. And then and it's just one of those things for me is like I don't I don't just jump to friend. Like I like I watch people from a distance yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. it has to be something where I'm like, OK, oh, that joke was funny. And then we can like talk about, yeah, right. you know, yeah. And so a lot of people take that they see they take that as like being like an asshole or like rude you know yeah i
2: think- I don't know. I
1: kind of, I do have a bit of a like a cat behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I didn't notice that actually.
2: The (laughs) I was like, "Is he like?" I was like, "Hey, like, hey, like, kind of stuff." But I mean, everyone's so different when it comes to like. I'm very like maybe too over the top and bubbly, but it's like genuine. I think sometimes people are like, "Oh, like, who is this like person? Like, whatever." But I'm like, that's just generally who I am. Like, I'm yeah, like you're like a cat. I'm like a dog, (laughs) (laughs) right? Right.
1: Exactly, kind of and I'm just like, all right, and then like I'm watching, like I saw you, yeah, and I was like, okay, she's funny. And then like I saw you again, and then like you were, I think you were either talking to like Terry, you were talking to somebody, or you just talking to like the group, yeah. And I was like, oh, she seems really cool and nice, you know. I'm just, so then, like, I'm
2: pretty chill. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess like, but yeah. I don't know. I just love like. I like I love comedy and I love like the kind of scene like sometimes it gets me down like uh, and stuff but like any kind of job I guess no for sure um, and I'm also like I find that my excitement levels are always a little bit more higher because I'm not like so stuck in one particular scene like I'm always sort of like touring I'm always on the road like so um, yeah I feel like my excitement when I go to a new city is always like woo (laughs) like people yeah I think people can take that the wrong way sometimes uh,
1: yeah for sure like even just being here and I'm like shutting that shit down quick because also just I'm I'm normally I'm a loner you know I'm usually just by myself yeah yeah and um but like every like just like the negative the negative energy of just like why did you move here like why are you here like yeah and it's like
2: why why did you move here yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah, like you yeah,
1: yeah. like you've been here longer than me and it's yeah. like why don't you just leave then
2: you know yeah, yeah. it's I I think the, the relationship with the city is like something that like I mean. My relationship with the city is – i th- the reason I've been here for probably seven years, but, like, I say seven years, but in that time I've probably only been in Berlin for maybe two years. So yeah. I'm always leaving and come back. I went on tour for, like, two and a half years straight, mm-hmm. so I, like, was – I left Berlin for a time and, like – yeah it's like that thing where people just like and i've seen comics that have been here for like seven ten eight years or like whatever and uh yeah and it's always just like this like hate like they get so like bogged down in the scene but it's also because you know maybe that's like they're just staying here they're not moving out and they're not like well that's
1: that's that's so new though yeah you know yeah there's people's like oh you you left new york to come here and it's like well if you knew me (laughs) and then if you also kind of just like the way, I don't know, like, if you, like, you see opportunity when you go play. Yeah. I do, you know? Yeah, so, like, yeah, when yeah. I came here, I was like, oh, there's there's something here, you yeah. know? And then also just being able to, to me, it checked off everything where it was like, all right, people speak English. That's cool. Mm. There's a comedy scene that's pretty decent. You can, you can make a living, mm. you know? And then also you can uh you can also just travel throughout europe Mm. you know yeah so it was kind of like all these things like i just started traveling probably like two years ago out of the country yeah right so like this is a whole new experience for me living in a new country you know doing all that yeah and um so yeah so i was just like oh this is why i know when i make a decision especially like especially like from moving to new york yeah and then the whole thing, everything has always been about my career and like evolving. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So like this was like another step.
2: I mean, yeah, moving countries and like, and that's what I mean. That's what I love the mo- And it's not for everyone. Like you know, there's some comics that are just like happy to be in their own city. Yeah. Like whatever. Maybe they have a family, they have a career like outside of it. But then there's also like the road comics and stuff. Like I remember we were doing a, um, I was doing shows in Minneapolis. Where, no. Oh no, sh- oh, I was in Chicago. And we had to get to like Minneapolis and it was like the bus like was like canceled or something. And so we ended up taking an Uber. And so randomly the guy who drove us like five hours or something was a road comic. And it was like amazing because we spent like the whole five hours like talking. And I was like, man, this guy's done so much. Like he's literally lived his life on the road uh, doing clubs all around the U S but like no one knows who this guy is. But I think just made me realize that there is different types of comics. Like there's comics that like want to travel experience, like, you know, make, i don't know, be more international for me that's always i don't know just something that i love i love like going into a room in a different country and having absolutely no idea how they're going to respond to my humor yeah. like talk to them like and then also then you you have to write new stuff like when i first performed in the u.s i had like i had 45 minutes of just stuff about germany yeah. and i did i did a show in like uh i think portland was okay i did shows there and then we went to um where do we go to Uh, like Reno, Nevada Uh and did a show there. And of course, like I only had 45 minutes about living in Germany and like it was just dead silent. And I was like, so like, because that went so badly, I literally had to write a whole new set. No, for sure. About like kind of stuff. But what made you move? Like, why did you want to move out of the U.S.?
1: I just like Europe, <laughs> okay, yeah, <but laughs> you Is like, there
2: any like impact? Because sometimes nah, people I mean, like, for love, for like work, like for whatever, like for comedy. For comedy, this, yeah, it was just nice.
1: like I, I, like I said, I saw opportunity yeah, here yeah, and yeah. also throughout Europe. Like you know, right now, English comedy is pretty, is big. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, and then you, you, I'm meeting people like whether like in London and just around who who do this full time and they're not on television or they write for tv you know what i'm saying they just do stand up yeah and they and i'm like that's all i want to do i just want to make people laugh and make money from it you know
2: which is like it's kind of a weird concept because i know like comedy in the states is very different because it's like you've got to get a credit and then like no one will take you seriously unless you have a credit
1: yeah or you write for television or or like maybe you open like you go on a road with somebody yeah yeah other than that, nah, you know? Yeah. And the crazy part is, even if you do have a credit, you can, you can, you know, start making money. Like, you can do like little clubs mm. and, like, oh, this person. Because the thing, especially you go Midwest, a lot of people don't really care. Like, if it's like, oh, I saw you seen on HBO. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this person was on HBO. Let's go check them out. Yeah. They don't really like research and be like,
2: no.
1: You know, they just it like, oh, be like an
2: extra. In like yeah, a- exactly
1: right. He's <laughs> like, yeah, oh, he was on, he was on TV. You yeah. know, so um, but I, I think the thing was, um, my first out of the country, I would say, like out of the country was like my like out of the country gig was a. Uh, was Canada? Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I was in. I went to Montreal. Was
2: that the JFL or
1: no? I just kind of so. The so the thing was the first year, I got tickets to JFL. Oh nice. And like so, my whole mindset was that you know, I've been in New York for like some years, and my whole mindset was to you know to to put yourself in that environment yeah. around these people. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just buy a ticket, go check out JFL. Yeah and see what's up. And so then the first thing is, I went there a week early, so I, I, uh, they had like zoo fest before. Yeah. So I went there, and usually when you travel somewhere, you reach out to the community. So I went out there, a guy has, has some shows booked. And then the thing was, it was just like what I really enjoy is when somebody either give you a chance or they put you on a show and other people see you and they're like, oh, I want you to do my show. So it was kind of like a word of mouth thing, like, oh, this guy's in town from New York, blah, blah, blah. And they were paying me.
2: Amazing.
1: And I was like... Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
2: from a New York comic. Yeah, so it's just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, yeah, you know.
1: And then it was like, oh, anytime you come back out, you got a place to stay, yeah. you got gigs, yeah, and yeah. so like, and you know, and, and I can work out there, which is cool. Yeah. And then, um, and then and then I made friends who were part of JFL, who are on JFL. Yeah. So then I don't have to really pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then the following year, this year, I did Zoo Fest, oh, nice. which is part of JFL. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then I was just there hanging out for JFL, you know. Yeah. And so, like, I've what was great about New York is like you work with so many talented people. And then you, if you build some kind of relationship with these people, yeah, yeah. you know, now you like you have a friend, you, you have a friendship, you know, of course. so it's which
2: like kind of like the comedy like it's kind of the comedy scene in, in general, I think like it's like that thing where it's like if you don't know someone, you're like, whatever. But yeah, I think the biggest part of which is why people do Edinburgh, which is why people do like um, like comedy festivals and stuff like that is like yeah. the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which is like what I grew up on um, and was such a, you know, a Big thing because it's like basically the biggest comedy festival outside of, um, outside of, like of JFL. But JFL is like obviously curated. So Melbourne International Comedy is open source. So anyone can come in and do. Oh really? the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So it technically is the biggest comedy festival in the world because Edinburgh is seen as a fringe yeah. festival um and i mean yeah i grew up like in in melbourne so it was just like comedy was such a thing in that city it literally takes over the the city for a month and um yeah it's it's wild that there's like a lot of people that yeah don't don't kind of know that but i i guess like yeah
1: yeah i mean because i grew up with jfl yeah you know that being the biggest thing and so my whole mindset was like to you know just put yourself in that environment and see what happens, yeah. and then like opportunities, you know, came from there. And then I just continued that for the rest of the year, where mm. I was like, "Oh, you know what? I wanted to always, I want to go check out the Fringe." Yeah, yeah. So then, um, I think earlier that year, I was in London, and I met this guy, I met this comic, very cool dude, and he was like, "Yeah." Before I went out, before I like did a show or anything, I just did spots. So I was like, "You could do spots out there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm out there." And then I got a friend who lives there, so I had I had a place to stay Amazing. for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like doing spots and stuff yeah. and then just kind of like and then I just continued to do that, you yeah. know, to just put myself in that environment and um and then like I said I came here and I just saw like a like a it's like a gold mine, like an yeah. opportunity, yeah. you know, where it's just like, all right, I'll try to like help some people or like try to you know, develop friendships and stuff like that, but I didn't come here to do that. Yeah. I come here to like work on my shit and yeah. then hit the road and stuff, like have this as a base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's just like, everyone's like, oh, why'd you move here? Why, it's like, why are you here, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's something I've heard for like seven years because like I did the same. I moved here basically for like my career because like, I mean, in Australia, it's like there's really only like, you know, five cities that you can tour to and then like the population is like, so small so there's just like there's um a lot of competition for like stage time for yeah. this kind of stuff and there's only so many people that can kind of make it into the next level um and even then like even if they are a full-time comic they have to do tv or they have to write or like yeah. you know i mean it's not yeah. like you can't be like a full-time touring comic and like i think my a friend of mine who's um he's a great comic he actually worked out that if you were to do every room in australia um like headline every weekend at all the top clubs in Australia, you would still only earn like $37,000 yeah. in a year, which is like minimum wage. Like, like that's like yeah. barely minimum wage. Like. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I moved here for the same reason. I mean, I moved here not so much for comedy, but I started doing comedy when I moved here. Because um, before that I was doing kind of more like cabaret because I started, like I studied musical theatre and like that okay. was where I'd come from. Um, but I was hosting a lot of like variety shows, like at the fringe, like circus shows, burlesque, yeah. like all this kind of stuff. So still in the realm of comedy. Um uh, And then, yeah, and then basically, like... Oh, so, okay. Too? Yeah.
1: Wow, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, it's like creating opportunities for yourself and, and just kind of, like, you know, you, you see something. Like, maybe, you know, most people don't see or whatever, but it's just like, well, yeah, this is... I saw something and I'm like, all right, well, let's see... <laughs> How I can make this happen. And and what I did was uh cause I came here a week, I had a great time. It was like in the springtime. And yeah. then I stayed a month for the summer just to really see if I really would like enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um and then uh I just booked I I got a I got a visa appointment. Yeah. Like I, I got a date. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, I'm gonna just come back. When this happens and see, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you just yeah. go from there. So then from the fringe, I just came back here and i just That's been amazing. here yeah. ever since, you know? I mean,
2: it's also good to come in, in the summer because I feel
1: like... No, good. yeah. I've, oh, trust <laughs> me. I've heard about the gray and the... Yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, I, I mean, I feel like at least in New York, like there's like this buzz in the city, but like here's not really like that. So yeah, like yeah. you kind of, you are reminded every day that it is winter and it's cold and it's depressing. Like...
1: For sure. Nothing,
2: nothing really... I mean, I
1: yeah. Good thing I'm a homebody. Yeah. I like to be at home most of the time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But that's um, we'll we'll see in like two months how I'm feeling <laughs> if I'm going to go fucking insane. Check back in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely yeah, yeah. check back in. Uh, yeah. So, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thoughts for Your Thoughts. I'm your host Mo Singleton with my special guest, The very funny. She just got back from tour, Elena Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah! So I really appreciate you doing the pod. Um, Yeah, man, you're you're so funny, and 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 very like just like (laughs) you have uh, you have a good energy on stage. You really do, and like I watch your I watch your videos. I sound like a creep, but I watch like your clips and stuff like that, and and like you know, and the way you your stage presence is so good, and then also just like your style. You know?
2: Yeah, it's a, I don't even know if it's, like, I don't know what kind of style it is. I think it's just, like, a mesh of, like, stuff over so many years of, like, yeah. performing. But, like, this year is, like, yeah, I think it's, like, almost my, like, 15-year anniversary of being, like, a pr- like performer, like, basically, nice. like, since I finished university. So, it's, like... People are always like, oh, yeah, like, where did you come from? I'm like, man, I've been doing this for like 15 years. Like, if I if I don't have some kind of stage presence by now, yeah. like, I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe I need to give So,
1: up. like, with like, especially like, you know, your outfits and stuff that you wear, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. don't, you don't never, because some people think, well, I know when I started and people would be like, you know, oh, you shouldn't wear like shirts with like words on them or like a picture or something because yeah. it's like distracting. I was like, is it really? You know, and like you, you wear some stuff, you yeah, know, I so stuff. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. i I think
2: because I just, I mean, obviously when I first started, like I couldn't do that. Like, yeah. and the thing is, I think like as a female comic, you really need to go into your masculine energy, particularly when you start. So, yeah. um, it's, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where like when I started, particularly in Australia or like even when I first started in Berlin, like I was like really mad because you have to be like, which yeah. is why I think a lot of like female comics that do really well are queer. Yeah. Comics and stuff, because they really are like a lot of, I mean, the biggest comics in Australia like, are like a lesbian uh-huh. and like Hannah Gadsby and yeah. a couple of like Gerald and Hickey and stuff like that. And so you can understand why, like, you know, because as a woman, if you go out there, it's like I tried to explain to my to, to this other comic of mine that I used to tour with, and he's he's African American from New York, and he he was like he would get out on stage and people would immediately love him, and I'm like yeah because as soon as you walk on stage, people have in their mind like Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, yeah. like they've got this like image, yeah. like black guy's gonna be funny, like that's yeah. what they got right, and I said as a woman. When I step out on stage, the women are immediately judging me, being like, "What the fuck is she wearing? Am I better? Am I hotter than her?" Like, and I do it too, so I get it. And then the guys are like, "Would I fuck her? Would I not?" (laughs) Or like, you know, whatever. And then they automatically have that like, you know, image in their head of like all that old trope of like, "Oh, women aren't funny," so you have to work twice as hard to like get them on board. Um,
1: Yeah, no, I get it.
2: But yeah, I wear, I wear like. I like to wear heels on stage just because I can feel more in my feminine energy because that's, like, something that I really want to, like – I don't know. I like to feel feminine on stage. And then I think also coming from a background of, like, cabaret and stuff where I wore costumes for many years and, like, wore that, it's still – it's, like, an old throwback to –
1: No, I mean, it definitely – it definitely And also if I can be funnier
2: than distract – like, if because if my shoes distract you or if, like, my outfit distract you, like, it means, like, you're not listening to what I'm saying and, like, the comedy isn't good. So sometimes I'm like, fuck, I've got to be, like – extra funny so like
1: but there's also like a good challenge too though
2: yeah 100 percent. like if you people know? come up to the, uh, me after the show and be like oh my god your shoes are so good i'm like okay i did it that wasn't like a good show because <laughs> i'm like all you're staring at is like the glitz and me like oh my god they're so pretty like yeah. you know so um but also i i get that most like 90 percent of my audience are women and like why not dress but up that's cool though. Nice stuff because like yeah. you know women appreciate fashion i mean so do men too. like um so yeah it's like i just kind of was like fuck it like, yeah i'm gonna wear what i want to wear
1: so what got you in the stand-up
2: um good question i i think like i i was always doing like yeah more musical comedy like Mm -hmm. cabaret and stuff so um very new york style of cabaret that's because i grew up like obsessed with musical theater and like that's something that i wanted to go into and then during my course at university we were doing like a lot of cabaret and our teacher was actually this like Jewish guy from New York and he was like this cabaret, like old cabaret guy. And and I was just like, man, this is awesome. Like, you know, I can write what I want to, what I want to write. I can sing the songs I want to sing and mesh it together in like like an hour show Mm -hmm. with a storyline, anecdotes, blah, blah, blah and uh so yeah i started doing that when i finished uni and like self producing and doing yeah. stuff around australia and then of uh, yeah started kind of doing that and then i i did like a musical i started doing kind of musical comedy like writing my own songs and yeah. like this kind of stuff um and but i always wanted to get into stand up in australia because i was doing the melbourne international comedy festival with like cabaret shows but in australia they sort of like pigeonhole you they were like Oh, you're musical comedy, or yeah. you're a prop comic, or you're a magician. Like, yeah. so they kind of, and I never felt kind of like, I don't know, I never felt like I could have the confidence to kind of like just be like, yeah, I'm a comic. And so the, actually, the day that I moved to Berlin, I did a mic that night that I moved and I did cosmic comedy, like, which is oh, okay. like, like crazy and uh, got like a standing ovation, which is like super weird. And like, they like, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah super loud. When, when,
1: when did you go up? Like, what were,
2: i think it was like it wasn't closing because i was like, I'd okay. like i was like this is my first mic like i've never yeah, like yeah. i mean i'd obviously done my own shows cabarets and okay things. so let me ask you this yeah so yeah. after
1: after doing cosmic the first time and yeah. having that happen yeah and then what was the next spot you did
2: oh god i think it was like it might have been some like shitty place like down in Neukern or something i don't know like okay kind of stuff and i mean i probably bombed like yeah yeah, yeah but... did you could you like were you like
1: in denial or, or were you more like, okay, so I did this well at Cosmic, yeah. but then here at this bar, like,
2: yeah, you know? I was starting to, yeah, I think I was sort of starting to realize because I mean, I still was doing... um musical comedy in my set as well so okay. I did like I used to sing this song um which was like a parody of Coldplay's Fix You but it's Fist You and okay. like so like I would get up and I'd get around like put their fist like it was just like a like stupid kind yeah. of thing but it was um and then we like so that when I first moved like I would do a set and then I'd finish with a song which is basically how I do my shows now like I do my hour and then I do a song or like okay. that I've written at the end um because I still like to incorporate that kind of in my, yeah. in my shows, but yeah, I think afterwards I started. I remember I did. There was a show here years ago called "We Are We Are Not Commused." We are commused. We are not commused. Run by Carolyn Clifford and Paul Salamoni. And that was like the show that you wanted to get on. Yeah. Which I don't think that there's not a show like that now in Berlin. But yeah. this was like, you had to prove your worth to yeah, get yeah, a set yeah. at this show. Yeah. And I remember I got it. I got this. I got, I finally got like a set and it, I was so bad. Like I bombed and I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be like, ah. Oh <laughs> so yeah, I think the first few months was like very, um, yeah like it was kind of that up and down of like oh my god like comedy is a lot harder than like yeah you
1: know. so how did you like learn to like write jokes
2: um good question i mean i was always still doing jokes when i was like hosting an mc yeah. but mc is very different because you can feel like you can say jokes like yeah. um but i just was like i mean i used to watch a lot of comedy like okay, and growing up in the melbourne international comedy festival like around that
1: have you have you ever met any unfunny Australians?
2: unfunny
0: Australians
1: yeah really I feel like everyone is fucking really? hilarious man okay. yeah I don't know I don't know if it's the accent or just like the personality but like yeah, maybe. everyone mean. is just so fucking <laughs> funny like when I went to when I was in, when I went to London for the first time I'm just meeting regular people yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious yeah and I was right. like do you do stand-up and they're like yeah. no why would I do stand-up I was like I, I don't know, i thought you were a comic they're like nah i have a real job <laughs> you know i think
2: that's like but i i feel like it's like definitely an accent thing like i was just in ireland yeah. like i did the comedy festival the galway comedy festival and like you know like every like irish people are just hilarious yeah and also i felt that when i was like in boston as well it's like these people are hilarious like, yeah you have to be funnier than the people just on the street like, yeah so i think um But I think a lot of people are funny. Like I just was doing shows in India, and like that place is hilarious because there's so many things that happen to me. Like this is fucking hilarious. Like, but they don't realize that it's funny. Yeah. man. so I think a lot of people feel like that. But I think, um, yeah, it was honestly it was just being around a lot of comedy watching a lot of comedy particularly mm-hmm. at the fringe Edinburgh Adelaide um Perth like I used to do the fringe circuit for yeah. many years I did Edinburgh for six years um so I think I, a lot of the time I was just sitting back watching and then just kind of going like okay that's how you that's how you do a joke like this kind of stuff and then, you
1: remember the fo- the first jokes you wrote
2: oh the first joke I ever wrote which is probably gonna get me cancelled um it was a uh, it was so stupid I wrote it like no, which one? Oh no, I don't know. If, like, it's not really a joke. It's a really stupid joke. Okay. Um, should I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I actually wrote this one. I was like, I think it's so
1: university. weird. It's like Tame Apollo is just in the rotation. Oh wow! I didn't even set that up. Is I love that, Tame Impala, but like, it's just like, is it just because there's an Aussie in the room, I like, think so. It's just I think the algorithms think it's, it's listening. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, like, so listening. It's just like
2: all right, Tame Impala, they're a good band.
1: Yeah, I, love, I haven't seen them live yet, but like I want to see Tame Impala live. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you know the Wiggles? Like, the, yeah, yeah. Did you see them do a version of Tame Impala's Elephant? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my god, it won. So in Australia we have this thing called Triple J, like like a version. So it's kind of like where they get bands on every week to like do a version of a song, like cover a version. Yeah. And, uh, the Wiggles came on and did a version of Tame Impala. Well. And it's, it's, it actually then ended up winning like the best, um, oh, wow. at, like triple J's hottest 100, like count, countdown, but it's like, yeah, it's okay. It's, if you ever, anyway, it's stupid. Um, so yeah, like the, <laughs> I read it when I was like 20 or 21 <laughs> and I said, cause I was living in a house with a lesbian couple, a gay couple and then, like, a single gay guy. So it was, like, wild, like <laughs> – yeah. it was just, like, a wild place. And uh, I don't know. It's like so – we always used to – I used to say, like – I was like, okay, kids is like a teacher talking to kids. Like, what sound does an like a lion make? It's like, rah. It's like, or well, what sound does like a um a horse make? It's like, nay. And I was like, what sound does a lesbian make? And it was like, I was like, it's just such a stupid joke. <laughs> and I used to say to my lesbian housemate all the time. She's just like, What? And like we just be like, like all around the house. Anyway, it's just so stupid. So I was probably gonna get me cancelled by the lesbian community, but it's like
1: I mean, it's a, it's a joke. But there's also, like, if you get it, you get it. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
2: just like, yeah, yeah. Anyway.
1: Okay, so when when was it that you realized, like, this is what you wanted to do?
2: Uh, stand, stand up. Stand so, up. Yeah. Mm, I, like, I always wanted... It's never been a question in my mind of, like, what I would do, like, in yeah. my life. Like, it, this was... Like, there was no other option except okay. for performer or entertainer. Yeah. Like, I mean, I went back... I went back to uni when I was 22, and I studied. I did a film degree, like, oh, nice. but that was just basically. I mean, I was just a like I was still performing while I was doing that, and yeah. I like I majored in screenwriting, so it was basically like still writing at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think during, especially during that um degree, I was like, I just want to be like a, a performer, like yeah. that's all I want to do. And I think it wasn't until um when I moved here, like I never thought. I was I was earning a living from being like, you know, hosting cabaret and, and burlesque kind of shows here, but I never really thought I could make it full-time as a comic. And mm-hmm. then I met um, this American comic uh, who also moved here at the same time. We'd met actually six months earlier in Adelaide. And we met up here in Berlin and we thought, oh, like, let's kind of like start producing together because he'd worked in Silicon Valley and he kind of understood Facebook ads and he understood yeah. how to do marketing and then um, – and so, and I, but I knew how to produce a show from like the grassroots way of like doing yeah. it. So then we came together, we started producing on and off for like a year. And then in 2018, we went on, we started touring like nonstop. So 2018, we toured around the world, 65 countries and 350 shows in one year. Like we're just touring oh, like nice. every fucking day. And it wasn't until then where I went like, oh, you don't need to be a name to no. m- like to make a decent living from comedy. And that I was doing 45 minutes like every night for like two, two years, two and a half years. That's so awesome. like that. And it it's that thing where people say like, what makes you good as a comic? And the thing is it's stage time. Yeah. Like it's just, it's writing and it's stage time. Yeah. And I think that really kind of like, yeah, that just gave me kind of this, like, I don't know. um It made me work hard. It also like it, like it was like, I was working towards something. Cause it was yeah. like, yeah, just like
1: give you discipline too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And then also, um you know, cause it's like, for two and a half years of my life, I was living like that. So it was just like you know, travel during the day, nap in the afternoon, go and do a show, uh, and then listen to your set again the next day when you're on the flight, and like writing and keeping on yeah. doing stuff, and then you know, and then turning over new content really quickly. Um, so I think it was like it was kind of that first year where I was like, oh, okay, maybe like like I can do this, and I don't need to have an agent, I don't need to like no. do yeah. this. So um yeah i think it was probably during then and then um since then and then during covid like a lot of my videos went viral and then i was like okay i can do this by myself i can do it solo and that's just what i've been doing like since 2021 so nice yeah
1: that's awesome you remember your first paid gig
2: first paid gig as a comic yeah oh man good question i don't know it was probably like I think it was probably here uh, at like Cosmic or something and they gave me like 50, 50 euro for doing a set. And like, oh, nice. Oh God, like what? Like kind of stuff. But uh, I, I yeah, I think like because I've been like obviously with like cabaret and stuff, like I used to get paid, yeah. used to get paid quite a lot. So I think when I first actually got <laughs> – so like it was actually a bit of a downgrade when I started doing comedy and I was like, wait, what? Like wait, I got paid it? 20 what? euro? Like – for this when i get paid like 300 euro for doing that like i was just like yeah so it was actually probably more the opposite like i was like i was like i actually don't want your money you know like it's like a weird uh yeah a weird thing that's so funny yeah yeah yeah
1: do Um, you remember your worst bomb
2: it was that gig in reno nevada oh that was the worst yeah that was pretty bad it was pretty bad um so
1: just like forty five minutes of silence. Just silence.
2: And like I don't know if you've been to Reno Nevada, but it's
1: I've I've saw the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think I need to go. I've, I've seen yeah, Reno 911. It was like, so I'm like, all right. Let Trump Country. Like it was Yeah. Yeah, like they all rocked up in their pickup trucks and like and uh and the guy I was touring touring with, like a lot of his friends were from there. So yeah. they were also like they sort of had to be nice because it was like we yeah. were touring together. And, uh, yeah, it was not It was not a good time. I but think, uh, yeah.
1: That was good, though, because, you you know, you, I think what's supposed to happen is, like, you learn from bombing. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? And
2: bad bombing. Like, yeah. Because you – and it's terrible when it happens. Like, but I think after that, you sort of go, like, you either have two options. You're either, like, fuck it. Like, you can get defensive and you're, like, nah, they didn't think yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Or you're, like, okay, well – my material wasn't good for this crowd. Maybe for another crowd it will yeah. work, but maybe for this crowd it just doesn't work. Like, yeah.
1: I think that's what that's what, um, that's what what traveling taught me. Yeah. Because when you're just like in one place, you just have material about that place.
2: Yeah. Like
1: it's very local.
2: Well, I see that every time I go to like LA or New York and yeah. I just go and visit, like I visit, visit the cellar, I visit the improv or like whatever. And it's, like I remember when I was in L.A. for a good couple of weeks and I was just – I went and saw so many different shows, open mics, like showcases, whatever. And I just felt like everyone had the same set about L.A. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm too fat to be in L.A. I'm like an L.A. like seven. Yeah. But like I'm in like a ten in asked. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, yeah. you know, they have this kind of thing and I was like – and I saw it actually in Paris a couple of years ago. I saw this American comic come out and uh, they didn't have anything else. Like they just had like New York material yeah. and they bombed because it's like yeah. people in Paris don't – i mean we can understand it maybe but like
1: eh. yeah what i what i learned was that also i also try to always get out of like new york but then what i what i also learned was people you would do better if like people know who you are yeah or like i won't say do better but like being local that doesn't do anything, cause like like you said, you went to Reno. Yeah. Talking about Germany, you're like yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, you know. So, but if you were talking about maybe you and like your experience, maybe or yeah. like uh, or or dating, like these, there's things that you could kind of make relatable in a sense where you like, yeah. but you have to bomb or you have to do, you have to to learn that, you know. And it's
2: also a different. It's a different. Like I feel like every country has a different, um, like like every country has their own style of humor, you know. Like so, yeah. if you go more to like. Uh, like Eastern Europe, like this kind of stuff, like they're very dark, like they love the dark comedy, like yeah. places like Romania, like Ukraine and stuff. Like they like the dark comedy. <laughs> whereas, like, you know, then in America, you have to be super confident. Whereas, like, in Australia, yeah. it's all about self deprecation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do self deprecation in, in America, but you have to be confident about it, which is like really weird. Yeah. Like, but in Australia, we're a lot slower. We're a lot, like, you know, self deprecating, which I don't think my style of humor is very Australian anymore because. Yeah doing shows like yeah i remember like the f- even doing shows in like portland i had to come over be like yo what's up portland like i'm like that's not me like yeah, you
0: know, yeah, they're yeah. Like, Woo. <laughs> i'm like
2: what so yeah i think it's um but that's again the joy and the love that i get from traveling and touring is like you do have to like kind of adjust yourself to a different crowd and um a different style of humor because they're gonna laugh at different things which is what i love yeah um
1: what i what i learned with um was with living in New York, with doing comedy in New York, yeah, something that really like I used to get very insecure about was like, um, like going up, go, going up after somebody who just murdered, and yeah, you're like, yeah, fuck, yeah. man, yeah. and you think like oh, I got to match that. It's like that's not me, though, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you kind of like, for me, I learned how to like just, you know, um, I guess control the room mm. or change, shift the energy in the room. Yeah, even though somebody just murdered, like. I would never forget this. I got bumped by Jessica Kearson. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then uh then I had to follow her.
2: Right.
1: And I was like, and she fucking murdered. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, you really want me to follow yeah. her? You know? Like I've heard the yeah, stories. Yeah, you yeah, know?
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And um I was all I could do was just like, I'm like, well, I could just just be me. Yeah. Like I can't do that. Yeah. So then I just go up there and like, you know, I like look at People and stuff, and then I forgot what I said. I said something like, Uh, well, that was something, right? That was, uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I I think I said, I was like, Oh, don't expect that from me. (laughs) And then people started like laughing and stuff, and it was like, All right, cool. But it's just like, you know, being honest and also learning how to. Shift the energy. Just having the confidence enough to be like, okay, I can still murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to be at that pace or like that. You oh, know, one
2: hundred percent. And I think also like the audience likes that change in pace. Yeah. Because if you like have just like comic after comic, they're just like up here. Yeah. It's like as an audience, you're like, oh, I need a breather. You know, yeah, like. Yeah. So I always try and think about like you know the audience and like what they want like you know what they are you know feeling or mm-hmm. like whatever. And sometimes yeah, if you've just had like this like bam 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 bam, it's like okay, you might yeah. need to just go in a bit slower or like, you know, just take your time. And yeah. like, especially if you're an unknown. I think like if people know who you are, they're going to be like, yeah, like we're already so excited. So it's a different, yeah, it's definitely. But I mean, that's also being a comic is like feeling the energy of the room and yeah. like kind of going like, okay, like how, how can I approach it? Like yeah. it is, I don't know, it's, it's a skill. It's no, unknown. for
1: sure. And that's what I'm like, I'm very grateful for to, to see and work with so many comics like just professionals and it's like you kind of you see how it is you know and and um and it's very humbling you know because like to see these people like on in television or movies or whatever and then also see them on the show is you you like what the fuck like it's like oh you always got to keep working you always gotta you never really make it you know there's this one comic good friend of mine is uh usama sadiki i'll never forget this He was on, uh, I think he also went viral too, but he was on uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was America's Got Talent. And like, he he was killing it too. And then the crazy part was, I think he got eliminated or something. The very next day, he was at, this was, he was at this park open mic with me. Yeah, yeah. He was just sitting yeah. on the he was just yeah. sitting on the ground just like he's been in like movies and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. And he's just like sitting there chilling and like I respect that, man cuz it's like you see some of these people got egos, right? But then the other people are just like just we just regular, yeah. you know? Like yeah. yeah, I've been doing this, but like you can also do it too. And that's and that's something I really appreciate. It was like, yeah, you can also do this if you work and, you know. Of course. So
2: I think it's like, I mean, that's the thing about being a comic. I think even Jerry Seinfeld said it. It's like, there isn't like, to be a comic is like, yeah, like one day you can be, you know, up here mm-hmm. playing like, you know, a stadium or like Madison Square Garden, like whatever. And the next day be back at a, you know, 40 seat or open mic bombing because yeah. you're working on new shit, you know? And I think that always keeps you humble as a comic because, you know, like, you can't. I mean, obviously, if you're at like Dave Chappelle status, like no matter where you go, people are just going to be like, uh, like in yeah. all, but, You know, he's kind of moved into like a whole different like status of being a. Co- it's not even a comic anymore. No, it's not. Like, it's
1: he's like, like he's like on his George Carlin.
2: Yeah, yeah, a like just bit. being a, like a guru. Like it's like yeah. people just want to go there to like hear him. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. But it's uh yeah I don't know the actually there was a really bad it was fucking really the actually the worst show was in um memphis tennessee and it was so bad that um the other comic who was on the show with me (laughs) we realized halfway through the show we're like this is bad that he went outside he reversed parked the car like because we were going in that way he like went out moved the car put it backwards so as soon as the show ended we just jump in the car and like fucking leave it was like that bad so definitely i think a lot of the shows in the south i think when i first oh for sure like yeah yeah it's a different different have you ever done gigs down in like the south um like even Florida or?
1: Nah, I think the furthest I've done was like uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. <laughs> Charlotte's
2: all right. I mean, Savannah uh, was great. I love Savannah. Like that was a Yeah,
1: really cool I place. mean, because once I started, like I started in Virginia. And yeah, then like yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I think a year or two later, I right. moved to New York. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So I was just like, yeah, because it was one of those things of one – I don't wanna be the funniest person in my city. Yeah. And then from I would go to DC and watch the comics in DC because they were like yeah, on another yeah. level. Oh
2: yeah. DC is yeah. fun. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. playing and, DC.
1: And then then those comics moved to New York and I was like, should I move to DC or should I just move to New York? And yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'm just moving to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah. know? And then just also having to understand, like, okay, you won you were funny here, but you're not funny here. You only like when you're funny in New York, then you could be funny everywhere, yeah, you know? Yeah, just yeah. having that mindset and understanding that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um Oh, so what was like uh, your worst like heckle story? Worst heckler.
2: Worst heckle was um. So it also connects to like when people ask me like the worst audiences in the world. People ask me like, oh, where's the worst audiences? Yeah. It was in New Zealand. Like I, 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 don't know. I'm apologies to any New Zealanders, but like I just the we got hate mail after every show we did there. Wow. And we did shows like not just in like Wellington and Auckland. Like we went to like Napier and Plymouth. Yeah. Which is smaller towns. And New Zealand's quite a conservative country. Like, mm. uh, and so we do this show in Hamilton in New-, in New Zealand. And I was on stage and there was a lesbian couple um, in, like, the they was sitting there and I was, like, telling this story. And I used to have this um this story, this was, like, when I first started out. but It was, like, a 40-minute story about first time, like, sleeping with, like, dating a, a German guy yeah. who ended up turning out to be kind of like a neo-Nazi. And I was, like, telling this story. And this woman, like, she just starts hecking me. She's like, not funny. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, okay. Like, and I'm not used to being heckled by women either. Cause it's like mostly women are like, yay, feminism, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. And then we start like, like going back and forth. And she's like, that's not fun. I'm like, okay. What story do you want me to tell? I've got this story. I've got this story. Like, let me just, you know, like, so I gave her an option and then, um, yeah, she's like, okay, tell the story about the neo-Nazi. And I was like, I like this is fucking heckless being like, yes, yeah, Nazi stuff. And I was like, whoa. And uh, so I started and then she just kept talking like during my set. I'm like, man, you got a problem? Yeah. Like what the hell? And then I'm like, if you've got a problem, just leave. And she's like, I want my money back. And I'm like, wow. okay. And she was and I was like, we'll leave, we'll sort it out after. And she's like, no, I want the money right now. <laughs> she was like going off. And then in the end, like security had like came and like got her and like and like kind of left. But it was just like one of those like weird moments where yeah. you're like, man, I'm being heckled by a woman. Like, come on. Like Right? Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's uh what's your writing style like?
2: My writing style has mm-hmm. been actually quite bad recently. I haven't really, but I normally like, um, I'm one of those people that like has a morning routine. So I'll mm-hmm. like wake up and I'll like meditate and I'll like Same. do this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is great. Thanks Tim Paris. And, uh, I, yeah, so I, I like to try and write in the morning. Um, but I think at the moment I just like, I write, I have to sit in, like, a coffee shop. Like, I have yeah. to – like, that's where I write the best because um, I grew up in a – like, my family owned a cafe and bakery. So, like, that's kind of just – like, I don't know. I just feel, like, really yeah. comfortable in. Um So, I'll just sit there and, like, write. i like, write ideas. Also, if I'm at the gym, I try and, like, work out a lot of cardio because, like, when I'm doing cardio, that's when my mind's, like, yeah. really active.
1: My mind's like that when I meditate. Yeah, meditation like, like as well, I, I yeah. I get, I get, like, a lot of – like, the way my brain works is, like um, – uh i just like i have this little routine of my meditation is about gratefulness and just yeah. appreciating the small things yeah but then like uh also kind of just like let the 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 meditation just kind of whatever i'm thinking about just take over mm-hmm. so if i'm like doing my whole gratefulness routine yeah. and then like a joke will pop in my head yeah, 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 and so usually what happens is like it'll it'll put it together of how to say it Yeah. You know, and like I can always like see myself performing and like and it's just like, oh, this is how you say this. Yeah. So then when I like come out the meditation, I write it down and I say it that way. It right. works.
2: Do you remember it though? Yeah, maybe? yeah. Okay, you do. Yeah, because yeah. okay,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I do it the way I, I like uh, I envision okay. it.
2: No, no, no. I mean like when you are meditating, because like I feel like sometimes when I'm meditating, I need to like lie with like a pen and paper mm-hmm. and just oh. lie there and be like, no, I
1: because it's kind of like a, what do they call it? Um extreme of consciousness yeah yeah so it'll just if i'm thinking about um like jokes mm-hmm. or if i'm thinking about a joke mm-hmm. then more will come in and so what will happens is that like uh it'll just like i say i, I see myself performing all the time so like yeah. it'll be the way to say all these bits to make them flow you know that's why i like have this like because i have this in my new york apartment but i have like random bits that i want to put together to make something yeah yeah and so like when i meditate sometimes yeah it'll like put it all together like i can just hear it like how it how it all should flow yeah you know and then like what what i'm learning now i think i'm at the, the stage of like uh transitions okay where like you can Kind of make anything go together if you got the right transition.
2: I think it's also just confidence.
1: True, yeah.
2: Like in my in my last, like the special that I just, like this show that I've just been touring the last year, like I literally like go from talking about like pushing a hernia, like in from the guy who like wanted it. And then I go in like the next thing I just say is like, I want a baby. And people are like, yeah. wait, what? Like it's just like, but it's like, it's the confidence of just yeah. doing it. Like it's so far removed from like these no, for, things. Yeah,
1: like, especially like if you have the audience trust in the beginning already mm-hmm. they're like oh let's go on this journey so yeah. you don't really have to you can just fully be you yeah which is great yeah but i think was also fascinating is is when you like watch comedy sometimes mm-hmm. and you like oh i see what they did there i see mm-hmm. how they like you mm-hmm. know and like the trans. i think transitions are very impressive to me because it's just yeah. like oh that was smooth like uh i don't know what special it was it was one of Dave Chappelle's specials, yeah. and I watched it again, one of his newer ones, because yeah. I was like, "I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling this." Yeah. But then I like watch it again, and the crazy part, the magic is when he goes from A to B. You're like, "How the fuck did he get to B yeah. to C?" Yeah. And it's like oh, it's the transitions. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. like now I'm re-watching it and like studying. Like, oh, okay, so this is something I want to kind of. Like develop work yeah, on you and
2: emulate and stuff as well. Yeah, I think transitions are really good. Like I, but I mean, it, it depends on how you approach uh, like a special or an hour. Because I think some people just kind of go like bit, 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 bit. Yeah. But like for me, it's like I'm very thematic about the way that I write, Same. particularly an hour. Like, and that's also because in Australia we're very much influenced by like the Edinburgh fringe. Like most of the comics in Australia will write a brand new show every year, a brand new hour. And, um, which is how I've come from it, but also like looking at it from like stagecraft, which I also learned a lot, like Bo Burnham's one of my favorite comics because I feel like, you know, he has got, he has a certain like theme throughout stuff or he's very kind of like that. And, uh, yeah, that's so I like when I'm now, when I'm writing the new show, I'm, like, putting down all these little things, like, themes, like, colors, stagecraft, like, yeah. how, like, how it all kind of works. Um, yeah. But, yeah, also, like, I mean, transitions for me are, like, I don't – no, I'm never too – I think transitions are easy when you have, like, a full theme and a thematic kind of look of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to just, like, bit, 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 bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So – I mean, I've always been that way. Like even when I like I did music and stuff. So mm. when I put out a project, it's all it was, off. Mm. It was uh, very fluid. Yeah, it all like even with like the little interludes and all that stuff, it all comes together. So it's the same with like comedy because it's just like I, I wanted to start somewhere and end somewhere, but mm. you're not like where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, you know, like it was like this whole cohesive thing. Yeah, you know, so which also um,
2: makes the callbacks at the end of shows. Yeah. Like it's really satisfying for the audience, which as like, sometimes I'm like, ah, this is easy, but like they get so much joy out of it. But then it's also like, I guess we're not experiencing that joy because we're like, we're writing it. We're like, ah, yeah,
1: like my, like my first half hour, my first half hour was, was interesting because it was my first long set in New York city. mm -hmm. Two comics didn't show up. And he was like, All right, you, you can do like ten minutes. And I'm like, All right, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Ten minutes. And he's like, Can you do fifteen? And I was like, Yeah. So I ended up doing like twenty five minutes. Yeah. And like this is my first and it was it was so good. Yeah. Like at the time it was so good that I was like I actually I sat on it for a little bit, yeah. but I kept listening to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is really this is pretty good. Yeah. Like just to put something out there. So then I uh it was like twenty five minutes. So then also like I rapped. So I I did like nice. um I did like two songs maybe mm-hmm. to make it a whole half hour. Mm-hmm. And that was my first half hour. And then my second half hour uh was basically more focused on like the whole pandemic and then mm-hmm. like uh like just whole twenty twenty kind of. Yeah, right. And so like that kinda had a, had its own theme. And then I was able to shoot that, like video you know. So yeah, like nice. that's on YouTube and you can like check that out. Uh it's called Days and Confused because that's just like where I was how I was feeling in yeah. twenty twenty, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, like, now I've been traveling and I want to, like, put out another thing. Like, I don't want to do hours. Like, you don't really need to do an hour, you know?
2: I'm finding that now, like, I just… Because people's
1: attention span is crazy. No,
2: it's, I mean, it's not I even, look at my YouTube and I look at, like, the, like, how long people actually spend watching it. And, like, I've just spent all this money, like, filming this special, like, whatever. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, do you know what? It's probably better if I just chop it up into bits and, like, put that on YouTube rather than, yeah. like, the full hour. Because, like… Yeah how many people are going to sit there and actually watch it you know
1: i think people will still watch it though. i think
2: like your diehard fans will which is like fine or, or so people like, who
1: enjoy comedy because like yeah. i mean i i enjoy comedy i'm a fan mm. so like if it's an hour i will watch the hour yeah
2: because
1: then i'm also like oh let's see what this person's talking about yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and then but like i think for me that could be like my next challenge to do an hour yeah. i can i can definitely do an hour yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. but
1: like the half hour is like perfect so my idea for my next project mm. is I, I was documenting, documenting, documenting uh, all the places I've traveled mm-hmm. and like did little clips of like little mics or whatever yeah, I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I want to do a documentary, like the f- mm-hmm. like the first first half would be like a documentary, like yep. thirty minutes, and then I'll do a half hour. Nice. And so basically, all this what it's going to show is like some the jokes that I was doing in the documentary. Mm-hmm see which one's made the cut and then you can see the difference and yeah. then like, oh, this he was working on this earlier. Oh, he changed this. And people would like get into it. But yeah. I kind of want to, I like to show the process of like how this works. Yeah, Because people just think you funny. Yeah. Is, oh my God, you're so hilarious. Yeah, you like, yeah, you know yeah, how long yeah, I worked yeah. on
2: that joke? but people like people it's so frustrating because people like always say to me like when are you gonna put new stuff out on youtube And i'm like the this, the the fucking things with millions of views on my youtube like do you know how long that took me to write that like yeah. i was like that was like at least an hour and a half of like doing it every single night yeah and i think like people just go like oh yeah it's like so, and i'm like no like and then if you put up something shit that you haven't worked on they're like that wasn't funny and you're like oh like exactly yeah you I know? know
1: so but that's like the next idea I want to do. I think it's a
2: great idea. I think it's like, it's something that, um because like, I'm really interested in that. But that's also maybe because I'm a comic as well. But yeah. I think like, I don't know if like your average person would be like, but I think definitely like comedy people would be like, yeah, man, I want to see like this joke develop over yeah. time. And and uh yeah, but then I'm also like, do people even care about jokes anymore? Right.
1: Like, like, yeah. Like, no, they just care about crowd work, you know? Oh, <laughs> just- man.
2: I don't know. I don't know if you've seen any of the stuff going off about the whole Matt Rife special, but it's just like—I mean, I watched it. I didn't watch
1: it. I watched it. I had I had to because I was like, maybe you know,
2: maybe it'll be good. Yeah, you (laughs) know, like maybe, maybe Maybe, you know, yeah. But I
1: met that guy before he was before he even blew up. Yeah, because I actually met him the first year I went to JFL. Yeah, right. Sufest. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, nice. And the yeah, and his friend Paulie because they had like the the LA show low key comedy. Mm. So they brought it to Montreal. Yeah, And so, um, but yeah, and so I was like, okay, like he was funny watching him and stuff. I was like, okay, okay, I can see it. And Mm. then, but like, I watched his other special that was on YouTube Mm. and then I was like, all right. And then, uh, then I watched this one and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm from Ohio. He's from Ohio. But at the same time, I was just like, nothing against him, but that shit right there, that's what Mm. kind of like, not like ruined comedy but like a lot of these people think that's what it is you know
2: well i mean i don't know i was like looking at some of the comments on the like the netflix um posted like a clip yesterday and i was just looking at some of the comments on it yeah. and like people are like this isn't funny this isn't comedy like uh, like all of the comments were
1: i'm just like what did you expect you know
2: but I mean, this is it. Like, it's like it's it's insane to me how famous he got so quickly, yeah. just like rising up through teeth. But, but that's it. Like, if you're a good-looking dude, like,
1: yeah. But at the end of it, he he. There was like little clips of him doing crowd work. Yeah, of course, because that's what people came for. Mm. You know. Mm. Uh, but like, yeah, <laughs> that's just that. And and even before crowd work was big, I knew comics who did that shit. Yeah, and they were like good at it and it made me want to like oh i want to try this yeah, but yeah. then you just see that's all they do
2: but it's also like i think people who do a lot of crowd work don't retain an audience as much like because if you see like um, maybe like crowd work or if you see them go and do jokes and stuff like you're going to be like oh they're not that good at that so like but i mean i don't know maybe they but were, that's like- what
1: but that's why like you're you you just mix it in
2: yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But you can't rely on, like, yeah. you can't rely on crowd work because it's easy because you can fill an hour so but easily. I think the know,
1: problem like, is a lot of people do crowd work, but they're not good. Yeah. You got to, You gotta like, earn that I shit. I mean,
2: but even, like, I mean, I, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, incredible at crowd work. Yeah. But I like doing crowd work but when it works it fucking works yeah. and like when it doesn't you just kind of like but that's also like if it doesn't work then you have material to back up exactly you know? yeah. so if some, you're talking to someone and they're like oh yeah i didn't go like they're not giving you much then you can like segue into something mm-hmm. and tell a joke and then maybe go back or like whatever like yeah but that's like years of jokes like no for sure you know, like yeah. in your know, you talk about, which people don't really have which yeah. is like where it can get awkward
1: so where did you get most of your material from
2: Dating. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, it's frustrating because, like, the um, so the the show that I was touring for, like, yeah, like nearly three years was, like, a storytelling show about dating. Okay. So we sold it as a storytelling show. So people – that's how we sold it in so many countries and so many places. It was, like, come here, bad date stories. Come and tell your date stories. So people would come um, – like, I would – me and this other guy, we would tell our stories and then during the interval people would write it down on a slip – um, and then people would also get up at the end like of the show and tell a story kind of like the moth, like a very okay. like similar yeah. but comedy show style. So because I had all these clips, like from those shows, I put them online during co- like during the lockdown. And that's what went viral. But then that's what people kind of know me at. Like, Oh, she's got like bad dates. Like she's yeah. like, you know, you're going to tell jokes about dating, which has been great for the last two shows that I've written. But like now I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm really over it. And the next show I'm writing isn't so much about dating and it's and I do think you just have to look at your life and be like okay um like what's happening like the biggest part of this last special yeah. was about like I'm 30 like now 35 but 34 when I started running at 33 and I was like I want a baby like I want a family and yeah. it's like you know and all my friends were doing the same thing freezing their eggs and I was like okay well it's just right what you know what's happening what do you want to yeah. say like right now so I think um that's always something that is in my mind when i'm thinking or trying to think of like a new show or like what i want to write about but mm-hmm. um you know like the stuff that i was working on the other day was just like coming back from thailand yeah. doing fucking weed cookies with my parents who are yeah. like so motherfucking conservative and i'm just there and i'm like is this actually happening like what the <laughs> fuck is going on like crazy so it's like these kind of things that you kind of like okay like life is content you know like,
1: no for you know, sure I mean, it is so, you know and yeah. if you can you do it right you know that's that's material always yeah
2: know? i think like which is why like it took me a long time to go sort of say that i was a comic like a (laughs) stand-up comic because i always felt like i was a storyteller that was just like funny and so i never like i always had this like imposter syndrome of being like oh no i'm not i think
1: that's a nice advantage though you know i think to 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 be able to tell funny stories Mm. and then also like learn how to write jokes yeah, And, like, you're you're unstoppable.
2: Well, I think that's it. Like, my favorite – one of my favorite bits ever is Gary Goldman's Trader Joe's. I don't know if you've ever heard mm-hmm. of it. It's a 20-minute bit. I love Gary Goldman. Like, he's so fucking clever with his words and, like, with English and the way you kind of write. So he did that whole really viral bit about, like, how they came up with the um, acronyms for each state in the U.S. Yeah. Like, fucking – such a good bit. But he does this whole 20-minute bit about going to Trader Joe's. And it's just literally about going to Trader Joe's. And you're yeah. like, how does he turn this – 20 minute bit into this h- fucking hilarious yeah. story like and it's just and it goes off on tangents comes back and um i actually saw a show years ago at the melbourne comedy festival with uh joel Dommett. he's like an english comic uh-huh. who ended up kind of having his like dick pics released and was like on it was like weird anyway it was like this weird <laughs> thing but i saw him do this show and it was so clever. Like, and I see it – like, I saw it a couple of times and was like, okay, he's done – like, this is how he's written it, like, whatever. Um, But it, it was so funny and it just had this, like, through – like, this long story but then, like, all these little callbacks and then yeah. back to the story. And I just was like, that's what, how I want to write. Like, I want to tell a long story and and do this. So, yeah, I think that's, like, the style that I I really admire when it comes to storytelling because people don't expect it. Like, yeah. they're getting a story and then they also – they feel like they know you as well. No,
1: for sure. There's this. There's this guy, this comic, uh, Ali Sadiq.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. A, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has
1: these. Yeah, he has a special called the Domino Effect, yeah. Part One and Two. Yep. Yeah. And at the, after watching him tell his story about like his life and everything, mm. but it's so funny and so compa- you're like, I was like, I don't have nothing to talk about. You yeah. know, I was like, what what can I talk about? You yeah. know yeah yeah so but like that's definitely like a little That's like a goal of mine to like to get more into like storytelling and Mm. and um yeah and then just trying to yeah just do more like storytelling and just just evolve my writing
2: of course yeah which is also like um i mean i've come from like you know a lot of writing like i used to write plays and scre- yeah. and like screenwriting at university and like majoring in that and then also like doing music and like doing other stuff and like doing improv and like do- like so that's why i always say to comics i'm like do everything like do no, for sure, yeah. like do a music course like you know yeah learn another language or like do an improv thing even if you fucking hate it and like i mean i don't really like improv now but back in the day like yeah. it, you know it was like it's cuz it's so important and also like with doing musical theatre we learn everything like acting we learn dance we learn like this like movement like whatever so like I'm like that's the stuff that you learn and you take little bits from it Yeah. and then like I also did clowning did like clowning workshops and stuff as well because like that also helps with like stage presence yeah. so I think if you really want to be a like the best performer that you can be I think that's yeah. like what you should do it's not for everyone obviously Am nah I gonna, for sure
1: I, I think for me I get very like stubborn when it comes to well, I, uh, I would say, like, in America, especially with, like, black comedians, mm. and, and, like, they're, they're definitely changing, but, like, the, the traditional, like, black comedian was, like, loud, and he mm. was just, like, very mm. just, like, mm. you know, and that was just never me, yeah. and I was, like, uh, you know, so, like, I would have, like, challenging to times like performing like in harlem and like but i would do oh, yeah, other gotta, i would like, do other in the black rooms it's yeah, like, yeah yeah but i would do like, other yeah. black rooms yeah. and stuff and like black shows in other places Yeah, yeah. totally fine like yeah. i was in philly and i was kind of nervous a little oh, bit yeah. <laughs> but like I crushed it you yeah. know and i was like this is crazy that like harlem is just you know and but it's like they expect this you know like they like they don't understand they they'll give white people a chance all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you black, you're like, no, you better, you got to be funny, yeah, and you got to yeah, be yeah. my type of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and so I think for me, what uh seeing people like Hannibal Burrs yeah, yeah, and like the Lucas Brothers, yeah, 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 those were the people where I was like, okay, so there can be a space for me because mm-hmm. they're not like that. Yeah, You know, and yeah. so like I really... So that's why I go on stage and I'm just like me. Yeah, And I was like, I can't change or do anything. But I think
2: that's great though. I think a main, it probably depends. Like I've never really played... I was supposed to do a show in Atlanta, but I ended up like missing it. And I was like so devastated because I was like, yeah. oh man, I would have like... You know, try like this kind of room because that like scares the shit out of me. It's like you know a small white girl being like in a room full of like, but because I'm like, damn, you gotta be, you gotta fucking bring it. Yeah. But my actually really good friend of mine in LA, he's a comic and like TV writer, Gary. I shared one of his clips like the other day, like, and he he's very quiet, like he's super. And you know, the other guy I was traveling with was like very loud, like very like you know like like over the top like kind of style, and then but then Gary is like very like chill, but he's so fucking funny, like, yeah, and. See, I think also the audience expect, like, no matter, like, the race of the audience, like, I think they expect that from, because they see, you know, Chris Rock. They yeah, see yeah, They've done yeah. things before, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. And, yeah, it's kind of nice to see that kind of break of that stereotype because mm-hmm. um, I think it's refreshing for the audience as well, like, yeah. to, to see that.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. So, I, I, that's why I'm like, I can't do anything but myself you yeah. know because yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you i was like if you want me to be loud and fucking i, I don't know I was like that's not who but that's i am
2: also, like authenticity when it comes to and like audiences is, like people always like say which pisses me off they're like oh audiences aren't smart i'm like they're fucking smart like yeah. they can feel the energy when something's off like yeah. and if you're fake or whatever like they're not
1: or even catering to them
2: yeah 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 exactly you know and you know it's like or if you're trying too hard and like, they, like, they do feel it. And yeah. I think that's why like just being completely honest and particularly vulnerable in comedy. Like I know there's been a whole thing, you know, in the last few years, especially after Hannah Gatsby like released her Net special and stuff yeah. and people like, it's just a Ted talk. And I'm like, I went to her show in Seattle and everyone in that audience wasn't someone who's going to go and see Bill Burr, who's not going to go and see Dave Chappelle. Like yeah. so every comic has like, the voice for their people. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think there's power in being vulnerable and making it funny. No, for
1: sure. Yeah. But it's also like, and it takes work, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of work and, and it's just like also remembering funny, mm. you know, cause You've you've done the shows around here and some of the comics and you're like, This is this is therapy. You should be you yeah. should be seeing a therapist. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be talking about this on stage. It's
2: the delusion though. It's like when they get off stage and then you're just like, <sighs> Did you just not realize that, that was you completely bomb like it just Yeah. Like it's that but then that's also like that that ego or that narcissism or like they don't want to get better. Like I and I think it depends on where you come into it. Like I went to like a really like prestigious acting school. So yeah. like you were told every day that you weren't good enough. Like, yeah. like like all through, even through my high school in terms of music and, yeah. and acting and like whatever, it was like you're not good enough. Like you got to – like, and so there was – which I don't know if like that's a good thing i don't know like years of therapy <laughs> maybe like reevaluate that but i think also like there is that thing of like i want to work harder to yeah. be better and to be a better comic and you know not everyone comes from that train of thought and i guess that's also like maybe why people yeah i mean it's be-
1: also being told no yeah you know like just just being told no or like having to like wait on people you're like no i'm gonna just figure this shit out myself yeah, you know yeah. you just got to believe in yourself
2: yeah 100 percent. you yeah, know
1: so yeah. it's like yeah um but yeah man it's uh i i I try to i all i could do is me you know and yeah, then yeah. just just and just go from there but it's just sometimes you see things and you're like this is not because the thing is too where's like oh, okay i'm producing a show where like oh i'm a cop you know come check mm-hmm. me out mm. But then I have these experiences where people are like, "Oh yeah, I went to a show and it was not good," and I was like, "Ooh, you know," or That's like, what I'm it's like, "Is somebody going to talk to me?" And I was like, yeah. "No, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, no, exactly. I just, yeah, just yeah, go yeah, laugh, yeah, yeah. you know." And it's just like that those things where I'm like,
2: "But I do feel like I have noticed a difference in the seven years of being here. Is like that I do find I some of the audiences are a bit tired now because like the feeling I had when I first moved here was like whoa, like raucous, yeah. and I get that same feeling like now in vienna or prague or yeah. other places where comedy is still kind of newish yeah. but like berlin audiences i think can be a little bit like i don't know uh, i've noticed it they were a bit more like frustrated <sighs> <laughs> like with comedy
1: yeah but when you know when you live in a place and you mm. talk shit about the people mm. that doesn't that doesn't help
2: yeah i mean i don't i don't like that style of comedy i mean i make jokes about germans and stuff like that but deep down i love germans like you yeah. know it's like that kind of thing and it's like but uh, yeah i i get it i don't i don't really like that overconfident angry style of comedy i don't because again it's
1: like leave then
2: exactly <laughs> you know? exactly and then you're alienating the people who are here to see you like I yeah don't know. yeah I don't,
1: it's, it's weird yeah. uh so yeah so i guess um oh how do you feel about dating comics I know know you said earlier... Yeah, (laughs) I
2: gave up on that a long time ago. It's funny because like people... I think, okay, there is like a dating comics is easy because they understand the life they yeah. understand it kind yeah. of stuff and like i was in like a relationship with a comic for like th- nearly three years and uh, i mean we toured together and like I don't, know, I don't know people like just do a bit of googling they'll figure out who it is <laughs> uh in my life so we toured like we did that massive tour together yeah. um but it wasn't very it wasn't really like a healthy relationship and i find particularly as female comics like if you're with a this is very gross generalization but what i've found is like if you're doing better than the male comic that you're dating things don't go well but if you're like if they're still doing better than you like it's yeah. kind of like that ego thing is like well
1: that's the problem that. is the ego yeah
2: yeah which i think also saying it like again generalizing but i what i notice is that like i think female comics go into comedy for like because i have something to say yeah and Maybe that's also like people from a different like ethnic background or things like that. Like they have something to say as opposed to maybe let's just say like a white straight man going into comedy and just being like, yeah, like for their ego basically. So I think like, yeah, I don't know. Dating comics has been, I've dated a lot because I was also on the fringe circuit as well. So I've dated magicians, I've dated like clowns, (laughs) I've dated like fucking like everyone (laughs) across the spectrum of like a fringe artist. Um, because you know, you just like, well, we're on the road, we're touring, like you see people like there, but my experience with male comics has not been, uh, super great. So I kind of like, yeah, but then it's, no one else understands it. I don't know. Like if you feel like if you've dated like comics, like you get like that. Yeah. No, I've,
1: yeah. yeah, I was in a serious relationship with a comic. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like after that, I would say, uh, nah, I didn't, I didn't like really date comics after that. Um, maybe like hook up, yeah, yeah but yeah. like nothing too, nothing too serious, yeah. But like overall, though, yeah, I, that's that's how I felt when we were like together. It was like, oh, we're doing this, we're both doing the same thing, we understand each other, same lifestyle, yeah. yeah. It all like makes sense, you know. And but comics,
2: I, were like we. we Like we are weird as a comic. Like it's very like you like, and it's like that's why when you meet another comic, there's like that instant connection to be like, oh, you're also weird. Okay, good. for sure.
1: Like when I saw you, you had your books out and you were like doing your writing. I was like, that's just like me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. You just like sitting there being in private. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I think that's when I first met you at like the at the Oblomov like show, and I was just like, and I saw, and I was like, because it's so weird to see a comic in the Berlin scene be actually writing before a set. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's very uh it's not like it's not very common so that's why i was like oh who's this guy like he's like <laughs> he's sitting there writing, and writing i was like okay like this guy's like a professional like and i was like okay like yeah but it's uh yeah i don't know like yeah you do click a bit easier but it's like also yeah i think it's also hard if you're like both touring or you're both all like off and, yeah like, kind of stuff.
1: I, I just I, I i noticed that too and i guess i'm different i'm sure i'm not like the only guy like you know I'm. I've. I've never had a problem with a woman making more money than yeah, me. Yeah, like yeah. I don't. You know. I'm totally fine with being a stay-at-home dad. You know. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like so like even if i was like torn with someone and they they were doing better than me whatever yeah. that is like yeah. if we're both like making money and we both thrive, like that's it what yeah, why yeah. the ego that's the problem is like learning to like control the ego yeah and and like realizing what's important but, i think
2: be, i think that that mentality is definitely changing i have noticed it a lot now i think be, now with more like diversity in, yeah in, in the comedy scene but also i think like we do live in a little bit of a bubble here in like Europe and and Berlin in general is like most people who are here are quite like, you know, non-traditional a bit like left or like whatever. So they haven't really got those like um, ideals, but yeah, it's, it's, so I just did the Galway comedy festival a couple of weeks ago and I was like on the lineup with so many like men in their 50s just with the same like yeah. they're the same kind of rhythm the same kind of cadence and like this kind of stuff and like and then I get on stage just like you know this like freaking 35 year old like female comic and I'm just like yeah like kind of stuff but yeah it's uh yeah it's it's different I think it, it is changing here and it's like it's nice to have people male comics that do feel that way you know? yeah not the old like oh the old bull and chain kind of i hate that comedy that is yeah, like yeah, yeah. the comedy that i hate the most my like, wife oh my my, <laughs> wife. Like, like my wife did it. and i'm like that's what a lot of the comedy was when i was like kind of watching it and i was just like oh man like but then also you know looking at the audience i'm like okay well that's kind of the audience mm-hmm. like who you know are also yeah probably been married for a while they're coming to see a comedy show so you know it's just like relatability which is no for yeah. sure yeah so
1: I guess what is what are some of your comedy goals, like short term, I would say?
2: Short term, um, good question. I think like at the moment I'm just trying to write this new show and mm-hmm. I'm really trying to put a bit more pressure on myself because it's gonna be very like there's not gonna be as much like dating material in it, which mm-hmm. is like for me I think um I'm just scared of falling into that thing of just being like, oh, she's like oh,
1: being that, being that comic. Yeah. they being yeah. that comic
2: and like, and then people, you know, I do get a lot of like hate comments and stuff where they're like, oh, she only talks about dating. And I was like, well not, not really, but that was also my life for so long, yeah, which was yeah. like what it was. So I think short term that just releasing the special and then long term, I'm still, I'm still awaiting my U S visa. So I'm hoping to like finally get to the States and do a solo tour next year. So oh, that's nice. like the mm-hmm. longer term goal. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, a few other kind of projects that I can't really talk about, like until they actually come to fruition. (laughs) So I'm just kind of like, uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of like the, just write a really fucking good show. That's what I'm trying to like, trying to do.
1: Okay. So what, uh, what was like one of your favorite old jokes of yours?
2: Oh, I think. Yeah, good question. I think it's like it's more like a story. Like th- so the most favorite story I ever had, like I used to love telling it on stage, was like actually the first night the German guy's story uh-huh. um, because it was just like it was something that I was so embarrassed to talk about uh, in my like, I don't know, I never really fa- and then I think once I said it on stage, I was like oh this is why it's hitting hard is because i'm like i was embarrassed about talking about it but so many people can relate so this story about how um <laughs> so i mean it's on youtube like whatever uh but i was dating this like german guy and like whatever and he was like going down on me but like that day i'd had like uh i really like i'd had thrush right so i like added my mom always told me to put like the yogurt in like tampon in yogurt and put it up there to like fix it right uh-huh. and so i was like that day and it was new year's eve and i was like oh whatever and i like kind of forgot about the tampon and like, but i'd taken it out and then i went back with this guy and i was so drunk and he like went down on me and he was like he's like wow your pussy tastes delicious and i was <laughs> like i was like oh my god is that the yogurt like kind of stuff and then it was this whole like joke about that and it was funny because like all the men in the audience had no idea like where the bit was going but all the women knew like because yeah. they're like oh we know like because i was like yeah like this and uh, it just became this whole and it was something that i was so embarrassed to like talk about because I was like, oh, like I don't want to talk about this. But then, yeah, it ended up becoming like one of like the the best bits in that like kind of story. Oh, so, nice. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of like my favorite bit are I mean, to kind of say.
1: Are you on? The, are you on the dating naps?
2: No. Okay. I'm sort of. Um, I was this year. Um, I actually like last year I went off the dating apps. Um, when did I go off? I went like on a. I had a few bad experiences dating in Berlin oh, okay. in, in like June last year. Yeah, um, just fuckboys boys and like non-committal people, right. which is what this. Okay, be.
1: now I only asked because I was just curious if you had pictures of you doing stand-up on there.
2: Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I no, th- do you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna flip this question back to you in a sec. But like for me, I find that if I put a, I don't know. Women doing comedy is not sexy, um, but I think a man doing w- comedy is sexy. I would
1: say a photo yeah. on a dating profile. Mm. If it ain't karaoke, most nine times out of ten is usually stand up, but yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, nah, you know. But like, if I saw <laughs> you in person, then I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. And then like, okay, you, you can you can sense more, you know, yeah, like oh, yeah, this yeah, person's yeah. funny, or like they're not, or whatever.
2: But like. Have you ever done it? Have you ever put like a photo of you doing no. stand up on a do Not know. at all. Yeah.
1: Nah. Cause I'm like, eventually, like, we're, if we're talking, it'll come out somehow. Cause yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, I got some spots. Oh, spots. You know, like, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm performing. Oh, performing. It. And it's like, yeah, I do stand up. And then it's this whole thing. And then I'm like, I'll send you a clip. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Here's a clip. If you like it, then the thing. right, but like and subscribe. Response, like, <laughs> okay, because I know what the response is from men when I say that, but like for like, what do, how do women respond to that? If you're like, I do comedy, is it generally pretty positive or like for the most? Does part, it get yeah. weird? Does it get creepy?
1: Nah, for the most part, they just oh, like you. they're like, oh, that's cool, you know. Or they want to uh, they want to see something, so they're will like send them a clip. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and then. Uh, where they will also be like, "Oh, I'm funny," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." Okay, you know? all right. But um, I think the only thing that, that that bothers me sometimes is the ones, the women who are like, "Oh, is this going to be one of your bits?" Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "No." Usually, something that I that I'll make a bit yeah. you probably won't like about you. You yeah, know, yeah, like exactly. or like this situation. <laughs> exactly. You know. I know. So it's like it's like that, but for the most part, it's been positive. I would say actually, here, it's been. Really positive, and just like you know, well, I mean, I every, like every everyone's everyone
2: in a, York is a comic. So it's just kind of like if you're on the true, date, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But like, it's just it's just been different here, cause like everyone, I know everyone's like an artist or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they also like appreciate the arts. But also when you like good, it's like oh, okay, this is you know like this is what you do, and it's like yeah, yeah. Like so, I'm not bullshit, and yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. be an yeah. ass of a comic. You know, I'm not like yeah. oh, this is a hobby. You know, so but um i i hear it all the time especially with like you know my female friends about like just dudes dudes don't like funny women and i was like that's weird i love a funny woman you know like i love what like that's crazy
2: yeah i think like i did this whole like mm, the podcast that i kind of do is like basically with female comics to kind of like t- talk about this trope because it's yeah. like it pisses me off like and during COVID, like when a lot of my videos went viral, I got so much hate just purely like, of course. Yeah. but I mean, years ago I used to do political kind of satire and I would, I would get like death threats and I'm like, okay, well I'm not touching politics. Yeah. I'm not touching religion. And then it's like, at least if you talk about sex, it's like, you just caught a slut. And I was like, okay, I can handle that. It's yeah. not a death threat. But it's one of those things where, yeah, I think a lot of, it makes sense. Like if you ask majority of men, like what? like it is to be attractive to the, the opposite sex. They're going to say humor. Like I need to be funny. Yeah. So if a woman is funnier than a guy, they're going to feel like threatened.
1: again, that's the ego.
2: Exactly. But yeah. I mean, this is men. Sorry. And uh, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those frustrating things. And then like, also you get, so if I say, so I go, I would go through phases of putting, saying I'm a comic. Cause I'm like, well, fuck it. This is who I am. Yeah. But then also I'd be like, no, I want them to know who I am as a person. Cause I mean, yes, who I am on stage is very similar to who I am in real life, but it's also like it's still a job, you know. And so, like, yeah, I I would go through kind of phases, but then if you said you were a comic, people would be like, I don't know, it's like they would see you as like a. they wanted to like conquer it. Like it was more just like, oh, yeah, like I slept with her. Or some people would get creepy, be like – I had one guy who was like oh i want i want to take you on a date and then i'm going to come to the show the next day and i want you to humiliate me on stage like in front of everyone and like you just get weird yeah kind of yeah bits and then like so i've just had like this clip go viral in india and uh it was funny because it's like gone like crazy viral and there's oh is this the one that you posted yeah like a couple of days ago yeah, yeah. and um and the guy actually messaged me yesterday. He's like, he's like, yeah, like I this was like in my like group chat, and I was like, yeah, did you tell them it's about you? And he was like, what? It's about me. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, and then so it ended up in like an argument. But like, yeah, it, it was. I was like, yeah, if you do, if you do wrong by me, you're gonna, it's gonna work its way into a bit some somewhere. Yeah. But for the most part, all my stories, I ask for permission from like. Yeah, no,
1: I'm same. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. the same way where I'm like. Uh- I did, I did something like that, and it's a really funny bit. But uh, she was very upset. So now I'm like, usually I'm like, oh, is this cool if I like talk about this? And yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is funny. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just very curious because I'm just like, you know, people, you know, comics, and I'm like, oh, do you have? Because I see dudes mm. who they have photos of them doing stand up on their profile. Mm-hmm. And you're like. You got this photo of you, like I know it's a nice picture, but they also take headshots. You you can put a headshot up there, or like you know. So I'm like, nah, I don't I don't want to do that. I think that's kind of it's kind of cringe. I
2: mean, it is cringe, but I get it because like I mean, for women, if you have like a funny, like you want yeah. someone who's funny, like you know. No, for like,
1: sure. But yeah. also, I don't I don't want that to be the thing of like, oh yeah, I saw, you know, it's like yeah i'd much rather you find out and be like oh that's cool you know because now it's not like oh you just you're in it because you see me like perform or whatever exactly yeah yeah
2: and i think that's that whole thing of like yeah Yeah. um you want for me i always find like i just want people to get to know me like who i am because most of the time you're going to be spending time with that person not the person on stage and like it is just a job you know i'm like i would come to your office and just sit there and like watch you and like
1: yeah I i will say like I haven't really experienced it here, but, like, in, in America, especially, like, in New York and stuff, I have, like, women sliding my DMs after, like, they seen me and stuff. Yeah. But, like, and maybe I, like, grab a drink or whatever, but for the most part, I don't really give them any time because, because. Yeah, yeah. You know, as a as an artist, as a comic, we're sad.
2: You know, like you know, so it's like
1: like yeah, you saw me on stage, but like, do you you really want to get to know me? Because that's not you know, that's just like a portion. But that's
2: why when I say like if I have female friends and they're like, oh my god, the comic was, and I was like, no. No, do, no. No, 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 no. Do not go there. And like I would like I used to be a victim of it as well. Like I used to go and like watch all these comedy shows and yeah. stuff at the fringe and, and I'd just be sitting there and I'd be laughing. I was like, I wanna fuck that guy. And then like <laughs> and then I would like go home and I'd be like, wait, what? Because you're who was it like um I'm not gonna say who told me this, but there was a comic who uh said and there is like some comics that like to pull after shows, like yeah, that's what yeah. it is, and I think it was a fairly famous comic who said this, but I didn't – I found this out through another comic, but they were like, you have 30 minutes to pull after a show because after that, that's when, like, people are sort of, like, you know, they're out of that kind of, like, haze of, yeah. like, laughing and, like, whatever. And I'm like, that's so fucked up that you're even thinking about that. Yeah, like, that's you insane. you like, oh, yeah, I have 30 minutes to go out and pull after the show otherwise. Like, yeah. But – yeah, I, I mean, like, men don't slide into my DMs after shows, like, and if yeah. they do, it's generally, like, creepy in a way, like, for sure. you know, so, like, that's why it's, like, just that difference between, like, genders, I guess, when yeah. it comes to, to comedy, so, yeah. That's wild. Yeah.
1: Okay, so what's one of, like, your favorite new bits? My favorite- Or stories?
2: My favorite new bits, um, that I'm writing for the new show- I think like if I can work this like weed cookies bit, like okay. that's something that like because it was just. Oh
1: unreal. yeah, no, that's that was that was. That's I mean, it's a it's bit.
2: very bare bones at the moment, but like, um, and it like also like relates to the first time I really properly did edibles in Australia. It was like I bought it from like this like seventy year old woman, so it's yeah. just like this hilarious thing of like. So it'll be hopefully I don't know it'll be a good. um thing but the new show is like kind of it's a lot about death like my i lost my grandmother this year who like raised me and i i grew up with um her and she like influenced me so much so it's kind of also the the challenge of like trying to do that but i also love talking about um like her in the nursing home and i used to go and visit because she had dementia and like dementia is so funny but like yeah awful but also like there's just things that happen you're like this is fucking hilarious yeah i
1: had actually like i had jokes i had a joke or I had a few jokes about dementia.
2: Mm.
1: Or I had this one joke about um like in New York they uh like people put like a box of shit on a curb. Yeah. And they just leave a note, you know, and it's just like yeah. oh, you know, this is politely littering, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like that's all that is. And uh and then somehow that went to um fuck, I'm fucking up my own joke. This is crazy. <laughs> Well, basically what it was – yeah, I'm really fucking this up. But it was something about decluttering. What the, what was the joke about? But basically it was like, oh, that's what – oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I just fucked this whole thing up. That was – so the joke is about being a hoarder. Oh, okay, right. The joke is about being a hoarder, yeah. and then I try to do, like, relatable stuff. is like, you know, like, like we're everyone's a hoarder. Yeah. We make fun of these people on television, but we are a hoarder. Like, if you have over a 1,000 photos in your phone – you have more than like I get ridiculous with it. Like you got more than two pillows, you yeah. know. Um, and then I then I say something like, uh, "Oh, then I'd say it's something that we all hoard is memories." Yeah, you know. And yeah. it's like, and I, I feel like that's what dementia is. Dementia is just the decluttering of memories, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. That's good. That's yeah, great. yeah.
1: And then because I, I used to work with old people, and yeah, right. and like they most of the clients had dementia, and so the other joke was about like, oh, I realized like not all old people are racist. They just, they just, uh, they much rather, they they much rather say you stole it than to admit they can't remember because of, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so I work, I work with this lady. Her name was Jean, and like she had like bottles of wine, like yeah. white wine. She always had white wine like with dinner, and then she would like count them like these bottles are disappearing. I think the lady's coming in here and stealing the wine. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Jean, you're drinking, drinking. all of the wine, <laughs> you know? So like, that was kind of like the, the jokes I had about dementia. Yeah, like, so, but yeah, no, nah, that's, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like, yeah. I mean, dementia is like crazy. Like, and then, cause like my grandma, like she had so many boyfriends, like it was just crazy. <laughs> like in the nursing home, cause like they just like, and they fuck <laughs> like they fuck fuck in the nursing home and it's just wild like because like i used to go in there all the time like when i would me back and like visitor and stuff and yeah. like, and it was just yeah it was just like such a funny thing but it's also that whole thing of like as people our age like we don't really think about getting old like you yeah. don't really think about it because you're like yeah like whatever so it's kind of also um yeah i think yeah that's the kind of fun bit i, I used to be like an old bit but i'm rehashing it now for the new nice. show and like putting it in um yeah and trying to like Uh, it was like oh yeah I think the original bit I did about it was like you always remember like the best sex of your life like for women because that's like that's why we don't need porn because we have memories and like and it's like even if like you know you're on your deathbed and like you've got Alzheimer's you can be like I still remember like the best like it was like this whole kind of thing
1: yeah I had like um, I had something I was working on called like it was like a dick flashback or something and it was just like because this woman I dated like a long time ago Mm. she's like married got kids and stuff And, like, she'll, like, r- randomly, like, message me on Instagram because she still, like, follows me. And then she's, like, uh, you used to live on Such and Such Street, right? And I'm, like, mm. yeah. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just driving down the street. And I was, like, "I've I remember I used to come over here or something. And yeah, I was, yeah. like oh that's strange and my brain goes oh she just had a dick flashback she's like like, oh i used to get dick down around here somewhere you know
2: (laughs) that's true actually i have like in my actually my google maps i still have it i have it like flagged and it's just flagged as like dick like in like and i'm like whose house was that (laughs) and me and my me and my gay friend like we were like whenever he comes to visit because he's like you know on grinder so every time he's like fucking so many people every time he comes here and it's so funny because we'd just be walking and this is how you know like you've been living in berlin for so long you just walk down the street you're like i think i Fucked a guy on this street. Like, <laughs> who was that? Was that yeah. Because, yeah, it's like yeah, definitely like they exist. To life do life. you kind of thing.
1: do you ever feel like you can't like turn it off? As far as like the the comedy brain, or
2: mm, like on a daily basis, or like just kind yeah, of or just like general. around people. Um, I'm I'm not that person that will be like. If I'm in a social situation, I'm generally pretty passive, like and okay. introverted. Like Same. I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I because like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not like doing
1: jokes on people. Yeah, I I hate that. Yeah, like,
2: I hate like, like I like a friend of mine is a comic, and we were, I was talking to him recently, and like he just did like he was just telling me all these bits, and then he literally went on stage and just did all of those bits. Yeah. I was just like, so for me, I, I don't know, I'm much more like a, an observer, uh-huh. um, and that's why when people sometimes if I'm at a party and I'm not comfortable. Like, or I just i I used to be more extroverted, but now I feel like I'm more introverted as I'm getting yeah. older. And I think especially when you give so much like, you give so much of your energy on stage in yeah. that kind of way, like to be extroverted to be funny, like whatever. So in a social situation, I'm kind of introverted, and people are always like, they're like oh is she like is she funny and i was like no i'm just you know i'm just yeah. chilling like you know i tell
1: people i'm like if you're ever looking for me in a social setting i'm either by the food or yeah. just in the in the back yeah in i'm the corner. The i'm like <laughs> right <the> yeah exactly <laughs>
2: or i'm just kind of like in the kitchen or right? i'm like yeah exactly. i'm like i don't know i yeah. like i find that i'm saying no to a lot more like social situations now because yeah. i'm just like and that's also i think as well like um i think why it's being i've the the people that i've dated in the last few years have been quite introverted people as well because mm-hmm. like i just like yeah i like when i'm not on tour i like to be home yeah. people don't really understand that because i'm like no i like it's so exhausting being on the road all the time yeah. and like touring and like whatever so i actually like when i'm home like i barely leave my apartment i'm just like i love my apartment it's amazing it's yeah. so nice like and yeah just like i'm just chilling like, that's great kind of how i am
1: okay so usually how we uh wrap this up we yeah. do um what was your most recent happy thought and your most recent dark thought? You got to do both, but you can pick which one you want to do first.
2: Oh, okay. So I have to do, oh, wow. Dark thought. Um, I'll start with a dark thought. I and mean, then I'm going to think of a happy <laughs> thought. Uh, um, so the dark thought would be like, so what happened with my grandma this year? Like, uh, It was actually from like negligence from the nursing home that she actually oh, wow. passed away. So, I think there's just like a lot of anger there as well. Like, mm-hmm. when you just like, when you find out like these people who did it are still working and like still like looking after other people's grandparents.
1: Yeah, but you hear about shit like that too about the nurse homes.
2: Yeah, it's, but it like when it happens to you, it's just like, for and sure. also like my mum volunteers there all the time. I used to volunteer there as well. So, mm-hmm. it's just like, wow, like, you know. So, I think I had a lot of anger, not like I would go and kill someone, like, I'm not saying yeah, that, but yeah. like, I, I'm not really an angry person, but like when you when you have that kind of like frustration because you like, you know, she was in pain, like so much pain because yeah. of that. Like, and we had to then decide as a family to kill her. So like that was I was just like, ah, I want to like hurt someone, you know, but like not kill them. But just, you know, you have this anger, which I'm not very uh used to feeling anger in my life. Yeah. Um and a happy thought. Yeah do comics have happy thoughts <laughs> like i mean
1: it- <laughs> yeah i I feel, I feel like for me well, like where i'm at in my life right now i really going down this philosophy rabbit hole but like just really um kind of just i want to say like going with the flow but just like just letting everything just kind of just, just being yeah. just existing yeah. you know yeah and like uh and so for me, I guess I'm I'm like less, not like less stressed, but I kind of just kind of let it, like everything just come, you know? So it's yeah. like even with the material, not like forcing anything. Yeah. Because I feel, you know, like I could be a control freak. And that's pretty like one of the reasons I started painting because like, mm-hmm. you know, you try right. to like control. I'm not good at painting. Yeah. But like I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if I like fuck up, I got to figure it like how to just live with it. Yeah. So like. I'm kind of doing that with my life now where it's like, all right, I can only control the things within my reach. Other than that, it's like, I can't stress about it. Totally. you know.
2: I think that's also a good way. I think particularly as you get older, like, uh, it's a good way to look at things. Cause I think also there's a lot of people like you got to write every day. You got to write every day. And then like, but then you end up resenting it because you're like, I have to do this. So yeah, I'm like, I feel the same way. I think the, the happy thoughts is just like, I always, I just like, stop always and i'm like and it's such a fucking white girl thing but like just to be grateful for like <laughs> no for sure for stuff and like i sometimes feel a bit bad for saying that and like but i just kind of look at myself st- and i was watching this it was a podcast the other day i think it was actually jimmy carr who i fucking love on joe rogan i don't yeah. watch joe rogan's podcast but yeah. came up as a clip on my on my youtube suggestions because i and i love jimmy carr and he was just saying like as a comic like if you're earning a like a full time if you're like living off comedy you've made it like there's no, no other way to well, go yeah
1: yeah exactly
2: and if you because i think everyone gets jealous or like i want this i want this and i'm like yeah but that's just gonna keep you're just gonna keep going more and yeah. more and more so you just have to sit it, sit yeah. In it and be alan,
1: like, yeah alan watts says something like that and i've been trying to figure i just have to watch the video again yeah. but basically he was talking about like um one like humans will never be satisfied because we just have this thing mm. like and we make these goals and once we reach these goals there's always something more yeah but the thing that we don't realize is that we we already have the things that we that we wanted. Yeah. But we 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 don't really see that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like, for me, one of my uh, one of my goals was always to have like to kind of just have my own schedule, do my own thing. W- pretty much is just freedom. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And like I have that. Yeah. And it took me to realize like, oh, I do have that because I'm doing what the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, oh wait. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, it's not perfect, but I I have the freedom of course you know and it's just like i had to listen to that i'm like oh okay so i'm thinking about the things in my life and i'm like oh i I have everything i that i want yeah that i need you know yeah and it's just it's fascinating man
2: i know i think it's just like that yeah i don't know i've always felt like you know like like the old like more money more problems which is so true like the more you earn like the more it's like becomes this like stress and i don't know like and yeah as comics it's like if we we're lucky we're living in a place where you know, rent is cheap compared in comparison to like most other places in the mm-hmm. world, um. And we are able to to be a full time comic. It's like, what more is there? You know, exactly. So, like, like you made it. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know, like and like of course, there's like all little things that you like want to do. But I mean, I'm also at that point in my life where I'm like, you know, mid thirties, and I'm like, fuck, like I don't want to be like alone forever. Like I want a family. Yeah. I want this. So like, your priorities do start changing. And um, yeah, like work isn't everything. No. But yeah.
1: Yeah cuz i mean i for for the most part i get a lot of my material just living
2: yeah yeah
1: you know when i try to sit down and like think of stuff mm. it's just like oh wait that that's not how it works. Like I need to go out, yeah. Date, go to museums, yeah. You know, just yeah. certain things to like live. And I didn't get that at first when I first like was doing comedy. Especially mm-hmm. when I got to New York, I was just like, focus, 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 mm-hmm. focus, focus. Yeah. And then you start like dating, and like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? And I was like, yeah, I just yeah. do comedy. Yeah. Like I'll, all I do is comedy. Yeah. It's Like, oh, dude, you got to fucking experience, yeah. shit. You know.
2: But also seeing different things and like you know, um, what is it? Um, like creativity breeds creativity. Like so yeah. more, that's why I always like. You know, as much as, like, Edinburgh and the Fringe festivals can be, like, such a downer sometimes because it's, like, you know, expensive and, like, there's, like, whatever. But I've never felt more inspired in my life, like, than being around – And also being around good comics, like when I was in Galway, like I was on a lineup with Jim Jeffries and I was like, fuck, I've got to bring it. Like, because there's like all these 50 year old men and me, like, if I don't bring it, like they're going to be like, "A, women aren't funny and like whatever. So, you know, and when I did a show in India and like in August, like I was on a show with Virdas, who's like an amazing comic and like, you know, so it's like those are the moments that I kind of live for, like where I'm like, fuck, like you have to step up. Yeah. And I think sometimes if you just surround yourself in a scene of, like, you know, people who aren't working as hard, like, you can fall into that, which is, like, bad. Oh, for sure. I think, yeah, like, it's, like, sitting down and writing is, like, not going to be… Because, I mean, it's, like,
1: especially being in New York where it's, like, you you start to be surrounded by bitter people, you know, and it's, like, all right… You gotta look at yourself. Like, are you working? Are you asking to yeah. get on shows? If you're not asking, it's like I'm asking. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with asking because I know what I'm bringing to the table to yeah, the yeah. show, you yeah. know. But then it's just like, and then you know, once you start to, you know, I guess like know your worth. Like, I had to travel to realize like, oh, I'm actually worth something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe that I am. Yeah. you know. So yeah. like now I want to be able to make a living off this, and I know, and I believe in myself that I can do this. Yeah, you know, but you get stuck on that hamster wheel, man.
2: I know it's like, and that's why like, I don't like to stay in a scene too long. Like, yeah. I mean, like I'm back now, like for a couple of months, but like that's to work on the new show. Yeah. But then I'm off again. Like, you know, uh, okay.
1: So I just, I, told, I always forget this question. What, um, what was the funniest thought you had today?
2: Oh, damn today. Yeah. Been <laughs> I mean, Like today's been a weird day. Uh, funniest thought I had today. Did I actually like I feel like I wrote something in my notes. Um I did. Um what did I write? Uh Oh yeah. Okay, it's like actually like a joke. Um I was thinking about um cuz like they wanted to give marijuana to my grandma like on her end of life. Yeah. And then like um and then her end of life drugs are actually like a mixture of like ketamine and stuff. And I was like, Oh wow. Like my grandma like ended her life in a K hole, <laughs> went into a hole. Like, you know, like this kind of yeah, like, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. No, so I was like, yeah, I was trying cool. to figure it out. I was like, ah oh, man, like this is like, it's gotta be like something like. So, no, yeah. that's,
1: that's cool. Um, I wrote this yesterday, but it was just like, um, how do I say this? Oh, like, uh, basically the whole thing is about how like you end up, you end up in like an overdraft in your bank. Yeah. Like you like you ever just like your account just be so negative that you just be like, fuck this. I'm not giving the bank a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can use that for something. <laughs> I'm just let that pile up, you know? Because yeah, 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 now yeah. you're just giving money away. You yeah, know, it's yeah, yeah. like, yeah, I know I did this, but at the same time it's like that's a lot of money to give away. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know? Yeah. I just thought that was <laughs> <laughs> in overdraft. I don't think they really let you get in overdraft here in Germany. Or maybe they do, mm-hmm. I don't know
1: nah but like i got a i got an american bank yeah right yeah here. yeah, of course but yeah. even if it's just like oh, you know, even a
2: credit card i'm like oh my god i've got like all that money yeah. Oh, my god. oh yeah it's so bad man it's just it's
1: so like bad. like yeah i I got the, like why would i just give them this money yeah. you know because yeah, yeah, now yeah. i give it to them yeah my account is clear but i have nothing yeah you know so <laughs> i just get something. right so i just yeah, thought yeah. that was like kind of yeah, funny yeah, yeah. um but yeah so uh where can the people find you
2: they can find me everywhere um at elena gabrielle on uh instagram tiktok um youtube where else uh x i don't know we got x twitter what are we calling <laughs> it? oh yeah Threads. This, I don't know.
1: oh yeah it okay. is called x i totally like, i don't
2: think anyone's using threads i yeah. feel like it's like uh yeah but yeah all of this i mean literally i don't think there's another comedian on the planet that's called eleanor so if you just type in eleanor comedy like yeah. i'll come up so nice it's
1: pretty nice. good yeah, I appreciate you doing this. this is,
2: yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's been fun to Hell yeah, chat
1: comedy. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, this has been another episode of Thoughts for Your Thoughts. Uh, if you have any thoughts or anything you want to share, you can email me at thoughtsforyourthoughtspod at gmail.com and uh, tune in next week. Peace. <laughs>
2: But I, like, I was, I'm like dating there and every time, like it's not just Berlin, every time now I get on a dating app or something, there's always some like acronym or like sexual orientation that I have to Google before the date, right? <laughs> so I went on a date with this guy, the whole time he's sitting there and he's like, ugh, I hate white people. I hate white people. White people are the worst. I was like, <laughs> 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 you're white, okay? <laughs> And then he continued to tell me that he was an anti-natalist, and I was like, what the, "The fuck is an anti-natalist?" So I went to the bathroom and Googled it. Right? <laughs> Turns out, anti-natalist is someone who is ethically and morally against childbirth. <laughs> All right, calm down. Okay. I was like, "Oh my god, how much does this guy hate himself?" He's white and alive. <laughs> thoughts
0: for your thoughts thoughts for your thoughts thoughts for your thoughts with mouth